everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland. Welcome to Friday's edition of the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Wow, have we had a good week this week. Would you agree? Oh, my, my, my. Talking about the blessing of the Lord. It maketh rich, and he adds no toiling with it. Hallelujah. Now, you know, there are people that, well, I just don't understand. If you, uh, you got to work for a living. No, you don't. You have to work. We don't work for a living. We work on assignment. You go before, well, you know, baby, now you're an American. You can be anything you want to be. Not if you're a Christian American. You need to find out what God has called you to be. Amen. And then, and if you'll watch small children, particularly those that are raised in a loving home that have, you know, have some expression and so forth, you, you watch them. They'll head in that direction. There are certain graces you're just born with. I was born with the ability to sing. I thought everybody could. I didn't know. <laughs> you know? And, and, you know, as a little boy, 10, 12, 13 years old, I had a contralto soprano voice, like all other little, little boys. And um, I could sing. Well, naturally, I'm, I wanted to go in that direction. I also just, I don't know, an airplane could fly over and I'd just follow it just as far as it'd go. And come to find out later, see, those graces will develop. We're still talking about the blessing of the Lord here because that's what these things are. You get born again and then those graces will begin to expand and other graces will come into your life. And then particularly when you get baptized in the Holy Spirit. Now, when you get born again, of course he's in there. Oh yeah, you're born of God. But then the, the Spirit in, you became a new creature. The Spirit on is the anointing or the blessing of, of the Lord for service. And that's the gateway to the supernatural. Amen. And that's the reason that we need to be doing this study on the blessing of the Lord. It maketh rich. Well, um, let, me, let me share this scripture with you out of the book of Ephesians. Let him that stole steal no more let him work with his hands that which is good in order to make a living? No, that's not what that says. And this, this just explains it in a nutshell. That he may have to give to him that needs. You see? Can you see it? We're not working for a living. We're not earning, toiling, 
earn our living. We, we spoke of this earlier, and I want, to, I want to mention it again. We didn't earn our salvation. It was by faith so that it might be by grace. Now, we didn't earn being baptized with the Holy Spirit. It's by faith and grace, and grace and faith. We didn't earn our healings. Therefore, following the New Testament pattern, we shouldn't expect to earn our money. We work and work hard, but not to earn. We're not toiling. My spiritual father, Oral Roberts, we were on our way uh, to the venue, we were, and I'm driving. All of a sudden, he said, Kenna. I jumped. And he said, people will always tell you you can't do it. He said, find out the will of God. Now, there's your key right there. Find out the will of God. Confer no longer with flesh and blood. In other words, when God told Gloria and me to go on television, we didn't call around and see what other people thought about it. They'll all tell you why, the re every reason they can think of why it won't work. I don't know. Some people think it's their job to keep from getting your hopes up so you don't get hurt. They, I want my hopes jacked up high as I can get them because faith is the substance of things hoped for. I don't need you telling me all the problems. I need you to agree with me and say, Kenneth, God tell you to do that? Yeah, you can do it, brother. You can do it and you'll be successful at it too. Glory be to God. Amen. Keep the blessing going. Keep the blessing strong, see? All right. Well, I won't go any, any further into that. And then he said, get your job done at any cost. Once you've asked, once you know the perfect will of God, then don't ask people anymore. Get your job done at any cost. You know what God's called you to do? Get it done. But little children come up and say, Mama, I, I just, I don't want to go to college. I, I, some reason or another, I just, I, I just, it seemed to me like I have something to do with could I be a plumber? Baby, mama don't want you being no plumber. You need to be a doctor. Why? Doctors make more money than plumbers. Not these days. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't ever do that. Amen. See, these are just the beginning years. These are the beginning years. Baby, I'm going to tell you something. If God's calling you to be a plumber, you could own a biggest plumbing company in Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah, mama. And then I could buy me an airplane. Now, see, when I was a little kid, I wanted to sing and fly. Well, I found out later I'm called to do both. I just got back from recurrent flight training last week. I'm blessed. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm blessed to still be able to fly the fastest civilian jet on the planet at 82 years old. Now, that's the blessing of the Lord. 
I'm not bragging. Hey, don't, 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 no, nah, don't be clapping for me. That's the blessing of the Lord. But see, he called me to do that. I was thinking about hanging it up. It's hard work to go up there and train hard and get in that simulator and, you know, and keep that thing from crashing and, and all that. And of course, I enjoy it, but it's still hard work. And uh, I went to the Lord about it. And he said, absolutely not. He said, that's not optional for you any more than it's optional for you to quit preaching. He said, I called you to do that. I put you in that. You don't have any right to quit until I tell you. Sir, yes, sir. I'm yours to command. Amen. So my next stop, 100 years old. Praise God. But it's the blessing of Lord. You have to realize. Well, don't realize. Let's get in the book. Now then, we know what happened with, well, let's, let's read this part here. Verse 42 of the 41st chapter of Genesis. Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand, put it on Joseph's hand, and arrayed him in vestures of fine linen, put a gold chain about his neck. I'm talking about the blessing of the Lord. Yesterday he was prisoner. Today, he's prime minister of the most powerful land, powerful nation on the planet. Made him to ride in the second chariot, which he had. They cried before him, bow the knee, and made him ruler over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh. And without thee shall no man lift up his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. He had to learn how to run a ranch for a general. He had to learn how to run a prison. He had to learn difficult, hard stuff. And he did it by faith. And he did it by the gifts of the Spirit. He did it with the word of wisdom. He did it with the word of knowledge. He walked in it. See, the, all of those gifts were available except tongues and interpretation of tongues. And he, he followed the Spirit of God and the blessing of the Lord. And he learned step by step by step. By the time he became prime minister, he was more qualified than Pharaoh himself. All these years had prepared him to rule the known world by ruling that nation. And he fed other nations. And he made Pharaoh the richest man alive. Because before that began, Pharaoh didn't own the land. But he wound up owning Egypt. The owner of the land of Egypt is whoa. Blessing of the Lord. And that blessing, my dear one, is available to you and to me. Amen. And I believe with all my heart it's on John, I mean, Donald John Trump to be president of the United States, whether you like his politics or not. He's a man of God, he's a praying man, and he's a blessed man. 
Hallelujah. All right, let's get over from here. Let's go to Mark chapter 6. How much time do I have, Tim, please? Thank you. Mark chapter 6, verse 41, verse 34, Jesus when he came out, saw much people was moved with compassion toward them because they were his sheep, not having a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. Now, when the day was far spent, his disciples came to him and said, this is a desert place. And now the time is far past. Send them away that they may go into the country roundabout and buy food and bread for they have nothing to eat. And Jesus said, you feed them. What? You feed them. They said to him, shall we go buy 200 penny worth of bread and a whole year's salary worth of bread to feed this crowd? And he said to them, how many, how many loaves have you that go and see? They say five and two fishes, you know them. Now I want you to come down to 41st verse. <clears throat> when he had taken the five loaves and the two fishes, he looked up to heaven and blessed. Now, folks, now listen. What do you think he said? Father God, all we have here is these little biscuits and these little fishes. Oh, but we pray. And we ask you to bless the little fish and bless the fishermen that caught the little fish and bless whoever baked the biscuits. And Lord God, we hope there's enough. But we're going to do the best we can. What did he say to Adam? Was he multiplying there somewhere? <laughs> it's the blessing of the Lord. <laughs> he blessed and gave them to his disciples to set before them and the two fishes divided he among them all and they did all eat and were filled they took up 12 baskets what happened replenish replenish turned a little boy's seed into the blessing of now, you don't catch that. You don't even see that unless you have the blessing of the Lord firmly on your mind where you just see it everywhere. And then where you see the word bless, and then you incorporate it into your blessing. Yes, and you be grateful for your food. And you incorporate it when you bless your tithe. Yes, Multiply. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Lord Jesus. Luke chapter 24. Are you ready to shout? Yes. 
Is there a seatbelt on that? Good. Luke chapter 24. I tell you, when I saw this the first time, I, I, I just couldn't stay sitting down. Verse 49. Or let, let's, let's, let's go back to uh, verse 45. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the Scriptures. And he said unto them, Thus it is written, Thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, that the repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. Tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. And he led them out as far as under Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and he blessed them. And we know exactly what he said. Be fruitful. Look at it through all the gospels. He that bears fruit. The blessing. The fruit of the Spirit. Whoa. It ought to be growing. Amen. Amen. Be blessed. Have dominion over principalities and powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, wicked spirits in the heavenlies. Dominion, be fruitful and multiply. Go into all this world and preach the gospel. Would you want to know what the gospel is? Prove it. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping you'd do that. <laughs> Galatians chapter 3. Now, I did this. You can do what you want to do, but I went through <laughs> and everywhere I found the word gospel, I underlined it in red. <clears throat> How much time, sir? Perfect. Verse 7, 3, 7. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith the same are the children of Abraham and the scripture that be God, right? Yes. The scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith preached before the gospel under Abraham saying in thee 
shall all nations be blessed. The blessing of the Lord and being redeemed from the curse. That's the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we've got to preach this thing from the top of the world to the bottom and all the way around the middle. So then, they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. For as many as the works of the law are under the curse. For it's written, curses everyone that continueth not in all things that are written in the book of the law to do them. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It's evident for the just shall live by faith. The law is not of faith, but the man that does them shall live in them. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is every one that hangeth on a tree, so that the blessing of Adam, Noah, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And verse 29, if you be Christ or if you be in Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. You are Abraham's seed, and you're just as blessed as he is. Glory to God. That's the gospel. That's the gospel. That's the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's the gospel we preach. That's the gospel that has to go out. That's the gospel going out on television. You're blessed, 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 blessed. Jesus preached the blessed. They all preached the curse. Therefore, there was a war going on. Woo! But it's over. Concern. Ah, everybody gonna fuss with us about it just about. But the sick ones won't. The poor ones won't. (laughs) Glory to God. We're out of time. We'll be back in just a minute. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.